Welcome to another episode of the Unity Through Cinema podcast. Today, I am joined by the lovely Yel Teagle. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thanks for having me. I like that uh, for anybody who's uh, listening and not watching on YouTube, you wouldn't know, but uh, her sweater coordinates with my hair. So we've, we've, we've got a blue theme going, which is not uh, all that festive this time of year, uh, according to some people, which is kind of the theme of today's episode. We are in December. December is all about Christmas, but that really depends on who you are. And I, I am a very festive person. I do love Christmas, but today I'm going over to the dark side and I'm going to embrace everything anti-Christmas. And I thought the perfect person I could have on was Yell, who when I uh, was very fortunate to get to talk with her on Kristen Maldonado's um, Pop Culture Planet podcast, she did mention she hates Christmas. <laughs> that is correct. And I find that fascinating because, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm just not into Christmas, but you were just like, no, nah, I hate everything about it. What, 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 how did this come about? Because is this, uh, is this a religious thing or is it just a personal preference thing? It's a personal preference. And that's, I think, very important because I am Jewish and I do not celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I want to make it clear that it's not because I'm not celebrate like it's not because I'm Jewish so don't go out and be like oh all Jews hate Christmas no a lot of Jews love Christmas mm -hmm. they like really like the music which is mostly made by Jews and they like <laughs> the movies which happen to be also a lot of the times made by Jews but um it's not because of that I uh growing up when I was little my mother reminded me recently that I really wanted to celebrate Christmas mm -hmm. um and so like this wasn't a thing that I felt my whole life, but I definitely, as I got older, really started to hate it. Um, and yeah, there's a whole lot of reasons. Well, I would love to kick us off by, let's start with the first reason where you just are no longer a Christmas fan. Um, okay, so the big, the big thing is um, where I live in the US, um, it is Christmas all the time starting after Halloween at least that's how it used to be now it's starting I mean this year it started in like August but generally Christmas season starts after Halloween which um, for anyone living in the U.S. might forget Thanksgiving exists between Halloween and Christmas <laughs> like we have a whole holiday there where mm -hmm. everything's closed you know banks are closed schools are closed families get together so it kind of erases an entire holiday and this year it erased quite a few um and it's everywhere like that's mm -hmm. the thing that really annoys me the most is because it is so everywhere it's every commercial it's on every channel um the radio is playing even radio stations that don't play christmas music during the season will throw in a christmas song in their genre at least once an hour Every store at the mall is playing Christmas music. Mm -hmm. Every mall has a tree. Almost every mall has a Santa. Like it is Christmas all the time in your face. And for people who don't celebrate that, it's very annoying. Mm. It, is, it is very rude. And I've talked to different people about it and I've heard from people, um, well, you should just celebrate it. 
which I think is the most offensive thing you can say because the idea for a lot of people about Christmas is that it mm-hmm. is a religious holiday, is mm-hmm. that it is about the birth of Jesus. And it's it's what it has become is this thing that everyone should celebrate regardless of what they think or feel. Mm-hmm. And that is very upsetting. I think that that's all very valid reasons. And I can't, even as someone who uh, loves Christmas, um, I agree with everything that you said, you know, even though, as I mentioned, when we were on Kristen's podcast that, you know, Halloween isn't an official holiday here, but I love Halloween, you know, I'm a former Wiccan. So for me, it kind of was a religious holiday. Um, But I was more into like the commercial side of it, because that's a bit more fun. But it, it gets very frustrating when I remember I went down to the supermarket just to get some things and I'm just like, yeah, for, and this was in October and I'm just like, I also want some Halloween candy. Go down to the other and they've already got the Christmas decorations up. I'm like, it's freaking October. Why? I it, it, it gets frustrating because it almost doesn't make Christmas feel special anymore if it's just completely dominating and it is very commercialized it's just it's it it is a just a big way for everybody to make money all the pop stars coming out with a Christmas album every year and I have never purchased a Christmas album in my life I don't want to frankly I think most of them are really boring um you know I I, I'm I'm not even a fan of Mariah Carey's Christmas song that one's been played to death (laughs) sorry everybody's like yeah it's time to play mariah carey and i'm just like i've never played her a christmas song and i don't intend to start now i have it and i'll maybe like play it for five seconds i'm like that was enough skip so the I, better I, version of it is the one from love actually ah <laughs> that was actually good that that girl did some damn good job in that one um when when i worked uh when i had a job long ago um i i worked in a supermarket it was a big chain uh here in australia and we were taught uh during the holidays even though we were like kind of encouraged to wear christmas hats which i was fine with we were encouraged that when we're greeting someone or saying goodbye not to say merry christmas because you don't know what they celebrate if they celebrate at all um, or if they have a different religion that they celebrate so we were always encouraged at the very least to just say happy holidays that's it keep it very generic because obviously in the past someone had said merry christmas to someone who maybe they celebrated kwanzaa or something like that and they were just not happy and that's perfectly fine i'm i totally get that and then but then there are people who get offended that people are getting offended by you not saying Merry Christmas. And we're just going around in a yes. circle. It, it happens a lot. Um, I say happy holidays specifically because it is the holiday season, mm-hmm. right? Literally, we are currently at this moment in Hanukkah, like it is still Hanukkah. Um, I think that the appropriate time to say Merry Christmas is on December 24th and 25th. Mm-hmm. I think that is when you say Merry Christmas um, because that's when it is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, on Halloween, you don't say happy holidays because there are no other, it's Halloween. Right. So I think it makes sense. And I know that, you know, I say happy holidays. Um, I've had a woman way back when I worked retail, a woman was like, Merry Christmas. And I was like, no, 
<laughs> no, that's not my holiday. I'm not going to say that on a day that's not Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the big thing is I, I, people get very upset about the war on Christmas, which to be fair, I am that. I am your war on Christmas. It's one person. I'm the only one fighting. No one else seems to care. But <laughs> it's, you know, it's because there are other holidays. There are people who mm-hmm. don't celebrate holiday the holidays at all. And I think that it's really important to think about other people, which mm-hmm. I know we found out this year is very difficult for a lot of people in America, but think about other people. And and when Starbucks changed their, cu- their cups to not say Merry Christmas anymore, like it's fine. No one's taking Christmas away from you. They're mm-hmm. just going, oh, there are other people here as well. My yeah. bad. Yeah, it's it's crazy that it's meant to be the spirit of giving and selflessness and all this stuff. And yet it seems like it's the most selfish time of the year. You know, people will beat you down just to get a bargain at the department store. You know, nobody is that giving. Everybody's actually extremely vicious. And it especially comes to how you choose to celebrate the holiday. I'm, I'm very much aware that there are other people in the world. There are actually other countries in the world too. I, I believe I belong to one of them, even though there are people who believe Australia does not exist. Uh, as someone who lives here, I'm here to tell you, it do. Um, hello. Um, I've been, I've been, it exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen um, it. <laughs> and it's crazy to think that it has kind of, uh, no pun intended, but snowballed out of control and to the point where you're kind of demonized if you do not celebrate it. And I wonder where that mentality comes from. It almost, and I'm not, I'm not trying to religion bash anyone, but it does kind of feel innately Christian in my experience to kind of get very nasty towards people who do not celebrate or worship the way that you do. And as Christmas is considered Christian, even though it actually originated as a pagan holiday. Right. Just throwing that one out there, literally. It's a whole other conversation. Literally everything about it came from a pagan holiday, but I I won't get into that really. Um, Where it's just, if you do not celebrate it, if you do not do anything Christmas related, even as down to saying Merry Christmas, you're basically the devil incarnate. Yes, I, I um, have I have friends over in England uh, who have explained to me, friends who are not Christian, who have explained mm-hmm. to me that it has become just a, a national holiday. It's just a day where everyone gets together with their family and gives mm-hmm. gifts and eats. And I'm going to be honest, we have a very similar thing that um, has Thanksgiving has morphed into a holiday where we get together and eat. And mm-hmm. I personally get presents, but that's because I'm spoiled. <laughs> and every year for the past like five years have somehow been like, I need a new and something and then I get it. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's great. Um, but the, you know, the idea that Christmas has become this non-religious thing mm-hmm except that people still, I mean, a lot of the Christmas songs are about Jesus and, Mm -hmm. and the whole idea, I know that like the traditions were stolen, but now they are 
you know, there's mm -hmm. angels and the Christmas tree has a, a Christmas star. And like, there's a lot of religious iconography that's been put into this. Mm -hmm. So to say that it is purely not a Christian holiday anymore um, and, and encourage people to just celebrate for fun, that's, you know, it, it offends the people who celebrate it as Christmas mm -hmm. the Christian way. And it offends those of us who don't celebrate at all, who are like being told, well, it's just a fun day. How do you think that we can find a balance? Because Australia is not a religious dominated country. We, yes, there are religious people. There are a couple of churches in my area, but I mean, I'm never going to walk past a church on a Sunday and see it swarming with people. It's never like that. Even the biggest cathedral in um, the city. Yeah, you might see some weddings there. Um, they hold a lot of um, kind of Australian celebrities. Uh, a lot of the funerals kind of ended up end up being held at this place. But I never see it like absolutely filled to the brim with people because we're just like... We're, <laughs> we're kind of more like, you know, oh, cool, you're religion, cool, that's your thing, and I'm not religious, so that's my thing, and everybody just kind of keeps to themselves, mm -hmm. which I appreciate because I'm not about that, and so I guess Australia is very similar to the UK in this, in the sense that for us, for most people in Australia, it's not a religious holiday, it's just getting together and pigging out, you know listening I mean we don't even really at least with me and any other Christmas I've ever attended I don't really hear any Christmas music we're all like playing our favorite hits of the last 30 years whilst eating seafood so that's our Christmas right there for you um <laughs> but how do we get to the in-between where people can be like yeah, I just kind of celebrate it as a time to be giving and get presents and just eat a lot versus the, I spend this time to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. That's a really hard question. I don't know that there is a way to solve it. I mean, because of what Christmas has turned into in mm -hmm. terms of the, the movies, you know, like, first of all, there's the whole like the, all the Santa movies. And mm. then there is like the Hallmark Lifetime movies. Yeah. And then there's, you know, the classics that everyone watches every year, even mm -hmm. though the ones that I've seen are not good, but like <laughs> they watch it every year. Um, and then there's still, there are movies that like we argue about whether they're Christmas. Anyway, the point is it's, it's too much. It's become too big of a thing mm -hmm. that I don't think there is a way to fix it. And if you want my opinion on the movies, I have a whole, there's a whole lot of arguments about the Christmas movies. Oh, we can definitely get into that because I have uh, what I think are uh, some movies that are good argument for what we're talking about. Um, because as much as I love Christmas movies, I for me, they're like the only time where I don't have to get that critical about a film because I feel like the criteria for a Christmas film is just to be you know, make you feel good and festive. And if it does that, I'm happy. But um, I do notice that they do more often than not celebrate and depict only one type of Christmas. And as someone who loves Christmas and watching these movies, I'm just watching these and I'm also going, that is not my Christmas at all. And I don't 
see anything that I recognize. I mean, for starters, Christmas is summertime for me, so I'm not going right. to see any snow whatsoever. Even on, in even in winter, I'm not going to see any snow. So um, when I watch things like I'm I'm addicted to watching the Christmas Cookie Challenge, is one of my favorite things to watch this time of year. Just everybody just making cookies and it making me hungry, and I love it. But there have been a couple of times when I'm rewatching it because I just rewatch the same episodes over, over and over again every year, where somebody says something and I start to rage. And I'm like, you are ruining my Christmas buzz here, people. Because first there was one person who, um, uh, one guy, I think he had like uh, Santa on a surfboard, like that was his cookie design. And this other guy was saying, that's not Christmas. Christmas is, you know, skiing, not jet skiing. And I'm like, well, says who? Like, I'm from a right. country where we would definitely be jet skiing for Christmas. That's, if you live on the water, it's going to be like 40 degrees. So I guess that's like 100 and something in Fahrenheit. Right. So we're all going to be hitting the water if it is available to us. We're having water fights in the backyard. That's what we do for Christmas. So I'm just yeah. like, what? yeah. It's like the beginning of, I think it's the beginning of Almost Famous where they're in San Diego and you see a Santa in like a Hawaiian shirt and shorts. And I remember being like, oh, yeah, there are places where it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so the fact that this guy was saying that's not Christmas and I'm like, well, it's not your Christmas, right. but it is for a lot of other people. And then there was uh, this woman and she was from South Africa and she said that she doesn't like doing the traditional type of Christmas designs and all that stuff. And she was using these amazing like neon fuchsia and teal and all these amazing colors and gold. And they had to make a wreath or, or an advent calendar. Well, there's been so many. It might have actually been the advent calendar, but it was entirely made of cookie. It was just a giant cookie, but it was an advent calendar. And I thought it looked absolutely stunning like so beautiful you don't want to eat it you want to frame it mm -hmm. and yet the judges told her and they said but we would have liked to see more red and green you know traditional Christmas colors and I said well and I'm thinking well she's from South Africa who's to say those aren't traditional Christmas colors right. where she's from maybe she was representing her traditional Christmas because even she was saying we don't do reds and greens for my Christmas. She didn't say that that was a South African thing. She just said, personally, that's what her and her husband do for Christmas. They don't like to do the cliche stuff. They have their own thing. And she was doing that. And the fact that the judges kind of got on her for not doing what they perceive as Christmas really got under my skin because I'm going, but this is her Christmas. Why are you shitting on her Christmas? Because it's not yeah. yours. And that kind of becomes something I've noticed in a lot of films. It's going to be, you know, it's either going to be the family who has to go and to church on, you know, for Christmas, everybody's got to do that. And it's often always also a family that actually any other time of the year does not do anything religious, but Christmas time, they'll go down to the church and I'm just like, hmm, you, that's, that's shady right there. Cause I don't yeah, think you... It it reminds me of, so there's a new movie that came out this year, Happiest Season, which is mm -hmm. about a lesbian couple. Mm -hmm. And it was, I thought a really pretty good movie. My biggest, biggest pet peeve though, is 
you have a character who goes, I don't celebrate Christmas. And her reasoning is so legitimate about mm -hmm. having, you know, having lost her family that she doesn't want to celebrate Christmas. And then she's forced through the entire movie to celebrate Christmas. And that to me is someone who doesn't celebrate mm -hmm. is again, like you're forcing your traditions onto someone. And that mm -hmm. feels like the least Christmassy thing that should mm -hmm. happen. Um, but you know, when you talk about the movies and how they're all the same, I agree. I've gotten very frustrated recently about um, Santa movies mm -hmm. because almost all of them, the plot ends up being that we have to save Santa's ability to give presents to children. Yeah. <laughs> is the most materialistic message I've ever heard. And that it's almost true. all of them is something happens. And in the end, Santa's almost not able to give everyone presents. First of all, I think we should count how many actually countries he has to get to in a night. Because when you think about it, there aren't, not everyone celebrates Christmas. Like there is, there are continents or areas and regions he can skip mm -hmm. over. The yep. whole Middle East can be jumped over, <laughs> like maybe dropped just a little bit. Yeah. There's just a few people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, so the, the, the Santa thing really bothers me. Um, that said, one of the best um, messages from a Santa movie that I found is Noel, which is over on Disney Plus, mm -hmm. um, because the whole message comes out to her being like, oh, this, I can listen. I, listening is what people want for Christmas. Wouldn't it? Like, yeah. we could start by listening to people who say, I don't celebrate Christmas. We could start there. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I totally see what you're saying. And I'm thinking about some of the, the Santa films, like the Santa Claus films, for example. Yeah, pretty mm -hmm. much the same thing. Um, although the second one is more so about, you know, he's got to get hitched. That's kind of funny. Um, right. Uh, Christmas Chronicles, kind of on the same page. But I do like that, A, they talk about the origins of Santa and that mm -hmm. he was just a regular guy who just liked doing things for other people. So that's kind of good. Um, it does kind of tie into religion a little bit, but then gives it its own mythological spin, which I kind of appreciate. Right. Um, and while, yes, in both films, it's like, oh, if we don't get presents to people, yeah, there is that. But I do like at least, at least it kind of focuses more on Christmas spirit and not so much presents. He's like, if Christmas spirit is down, the world will plunge into darkness. And I'm just like, we're sure. kind of already there. <laughs> But like Elf, for example, also focuses on Christmas spirit. But if you, there's no Christmas spirit, he can't mm -hmm. get the presents out. And mm -hmm. then you have something like Fred Claus, which is mm -hmm. strictly about getting the presents out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, at least uh, to Christmas Chronicles credit, he, when he's trying to raise spirit, he doesn't just pretty much go around throwing presents at people. He shows them kindness. He, you know, will mm -hmm. get them to sing and, and dance and just kind of make them kind of, I don't know, recapture that fun feeling from their youth. But it does ultimately come down to if Santa can't deliver presents, Christmas is screwed. And yep. I think for me, as much as I love this film, it is such a good example of what's wrong with Christmas. And that is Christmas with the Cranks, which I know for a lot of people, they actually hate this movie. 
based on the John Grisham novel um, Skipping Christmas. It's still so weird for me to think that the guy who wrote the film also wrote a Christmas story, but okay. And the whole thing is, and I think so we've got Tim Allen, we've got Jamie Lee Curtis, and they have decided not to celebrate Christmas this year because their daughter is um, in the Peace Corps. She's going to be spending Christmas in Peru helping people. And, you know, the bird has left the nest and they're like, well, we feel kind of lonely. Christmas isn't the same. And the husband's like, let's go on a cruise for Christmas. Also, if we go on a cruise, we're going to save $3,000 by not celebrating Christmas. All good arguments to me. Save money, spend it on a lovely ship. Why sure. not? I think there's nothing wrong with that. And the fact is that the entire neighborhood descends upon them and calls them selfish, um, ruining Christmas, you know, all this stuff. The, the priest is not happy with them for skipping Christmas. The neighborhood is not happy that they're not putting up lights. And it's just like, well, the rest of you did. Why did they have to do it too? Just let them not do it. Um, people like, oh, we're not having a Christmas party. And they're like, wait, well, what are we going to do for Christmas? Well, throw your own party. Like, right. why do you depend on them? It's just amazing how everybody was like, um, even the one word that this character says when they're saying, you know, we're not going to have their, our Christmas Eve party. It's like, well, when do you leave for your cruise? And she's like, well, Christmas Day. And they're like, oh, well, you can still have it anyway. And she's like, we don't want to. Right. It, was, it was that entitlement. Like, you're entitled for somebody else to throw you a party. And it, it was amazing that that's the whole theme of that film. And by the end of it, the daughter comes home and they end up celebrating Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's so contradictory because, you know, at first the wife is, she's like kind of happy to get away. And then I totally get this idea where her daughter's coming home. So she wants to be festive for her daughter. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. But then she's also shitting on her husband and saying, you're so selfish. You care more about this cruise than the fact that our daughter flew thousands of miles to come and see us. And I'm like, if I'd spent $3,000 on a cruise and I just went through a month of all my neighbors calling me names and harassing me and prank calling me, terrorizing me and everybody at the office calling me Grinch, I'd be pretty pissed off too. It's insane because, you know, I mean, I think he takes it a little bit too far where he's just like, we will not be even doing our charity donations. I'm like, well, you save $3,000. You can, you can donate a little yeah, bit to charity. Stupid. <laughs> but that being said, he's not obligated to donate right. to charity because it's a donation. It's meant to be, mm -hmm. you know, a choice, not something that you're forced into. But the fact everybody's like, oh, well, he's evil. He didn't give us money this year. It's like, well, it's his money. He doesn't actually right. have to. And it's a crazy concept. And he tells everybody at the office, I'm not, I'm not participating in Christmas. He says, I don't say this. So any of you don't have to do it. And he's like, I'm just not. So do not wish me Merry Christmas. Do not send me presents. I'm not giving out any presents. And immediately they're like, thanks a lot, Scrooge. And everybody's just nasty to him. I'm like, because he said he doesn't want to give you presents, but he at the same time said, don't give him any, like that's pretty balanced. And that's just the entire film. And I think that entire film sums up 
what Christmas is like right now, where it's if you don't want to get involved, the wolves will come. They will come for you. Absolutely. And I, I don't quite get that. I mean, it's accurate, but it's not very festive for me. I don't want to feel pressured into celebrating anything. It's very weird how a holiday that is about, you know, um, giving and about, uh, you know, goodwill on earth and peace has turned into a materialistic, um, forceful, kind of aggressive holiday. It's very, it's very odd. Um, I was seeing on Facebook, somebody got into a war with their neighbor because they had a, um, a gargoyle statue and their neighbor wrote them a note being like, this is not appropriate for Christmas. So they put like a Christmas hat on it and a beard ah. and the neighbor got very mad and was like, I'm going to report you to the homeowners association. So uh. now every day there's a new, like a skeleton, there's a skeleton dog, but everything, like everything is very Christmassy. Um, and honestly, like, that's, that's my kind of jam. Like, if you want to come for me, also, like, what I put out in my house is none of your business. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with that. I feel like if there was maybe more representation in films, it, it, I think it always comes down to representation. Yes. If there were more films that showed that Christmas uh is celebrated differently around the world and if we had more films that represented the different holidays that are celebrated this time of year i mean i went and looked up to see how many hanukkah films there are it was a very 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 small list i think i ended up finding maybe 18 at most and i think most of those were a stretch like they're saying something was hanukkah and i'm looking at it and i'm like i i don't see the hanukkah in this but okay so last year, uh, Lifetime, I believe, did two Hanukkah movies mm -hmm. in their Christmas selection. And I watched both of them. And mm -hmm. both Hanukkah movies were about Christmas. There was one um, where oh this girl brings this guy home to pretend to be her date. And he is Jewish and has no idea how to do the Christmas stuff. So then he reveals that he's Jewish. And so then they do Hanukkah stuff but still it's about him being there for Christmas and then he celebrates Christmas with them. And then the second one is about a woman and a man who are co-hosting a work party together. And uh, it's a holiday work party and he's Jewish and she's uh, Christian and they celebrate both of them throughout. But it's mostly focused on like here are Hanukkah traditions and the rest of it is a Christmas movie. Right. Um, and of course, cause it's lifetime, they fall in love and whatever, but like, <laughs> For no reason. Um, but it's just very upsetting that they decided we're finally going to do it. And then they still made it a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't make sense. And honestly, the biggest Hanukkah movie that exists is Eight Crazy Nights, which is Adam Sandler's animated movie. And it's bad. It's just bad. <laughs> but I'm going to tell people about it and encourage them to watch it because it's what we've got. Yeah, I I tried to look up um, Australian Christmas films because the only thing that it's not even technically a Christmas film, but it's the closest thing I've got. And it's actually 
a telemovie special of an Australian TV series here, which ran for four seasons called Kath and Kim. It's basically our, it's our religion. It's, you know, we worship Kath and Kim. We love it so much, which was originally a part of a skit show from the 80s or 90s, which is called Big Girls Blouse. And one of the skits was this Kath and Kim thing, which they then turned into an actual TV series. And most of us Aussies absolutely adore Kath and Kim. And between season three and four, they did a telemovie special called De Kath and Kim Code. So yes, it was parroting the Da Vinci Code in a hilarious way, but it's, I mean, try and think of an Australian Christmas Da Vinci Code parody, it's nuts. But at the same time, it is, uh, it is, as far as I'm concerned, an Australian Christmas film because we've got, you know, they're buying the tree, they're preparing for Christmas, they're doing the Christmas presents, and we've got them trying to, you know, plan their Christmas day. One of the most Australian things I'll hear is uh, Kim saying, I'm not spending my Christmas getting poo out of prawns. The battle of Christmas day, that is the Australian, that is, that is, that is what we do because you, we most, uh, um, most Australian families for Christmas, unless they're like vegetarian or vegan, have a seafood platter because it's summertime and seafood is very summery. And there's just <laughs> always that moment where it's like, yay, I want a prawn, but crap, I got to devein the prawn before I eat it. Otherwise I'm eating prawn crap. And so her saying that I'm like, yep, the struggle is real. That is what we do. And, and then they show Christmas day and the fly is just attacking the food. I'm like, yep. That's what we spend our Christmas days doing, trying to keep the flies off the food. So for me, I'm like, this the closest thing we've got to an Australian Christmas film. Although one did just come out on the Australian streaming service called Stan, which is called A Sunburnt Christmas. Australia is referred to as a sunburnt country. I have it. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to watch it and see just how Australian at Christmas this Australian Christmas movie is. I'm very intrigued. Um, because aside from that, I could only find some like animated films and I'm like, well, I don't have anything against animated films. I like animated films, but I'm looking for like live action, something that gets me right into the, you know, feel of Australian Christmas and I'm not getting it. But then on top of that, we just, I'm trying to look for other films that represent what goes on in the rest of the world. And it's virtually non-existent. I mean, maybe in those actual countries, they do release stuff that is more about what they celebrate, but you hardly ever see it in the rest of the world. It's like the rest of the world is just not interested. I mean, we already in recent years uh, have the fight when, you know, someone black dresses at Santa and the Christians descend going, Santa's not black. You can't have a black Santa. Like, were you there when he was born? Do you know for a fact he was white? I'm like, not to mention, black people celebrate Christmas, so why can't they have a black Santa? And then, of course, we all get into the, you know, debate when people see, like, a nativity scene and, oh, baby Jesus is brown skin. They're like, Jesus is white. I'm like, Jesus was born in the Middle East, for Christ's sake. I'm like, what, you think... You think they were all white over there? Okay. They definitely aren't. It, I mean, it's amazing how I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. It's controversial and I'm gonna say it. The Bible whitewashed Jesus, okay? It did. 
it, it did, then that's just a fact. I was gonna say, I don't know that that's controversial. That is, that is fact, that is knowledge, that is- Controversial amongst known. the Christians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I mean, it's, I think it's good that in recent years, more people are kind of like, well, maybe we should try and depict this a little bit more racially accurate. You know, G, you know Jesus himself was Jewish. I, I, it still baffles me, someone who is not religious, that I'm watching Christians kind of crap on Jewish people. I'm like, don't you honor a Jewish man? Yeah, it's um, it, something it's friends of mine used to say is um, that, that Jews are the most Jesus-like because we follow the same rules that he did. Do you agree with that? I mean, yeah, he was Jewish, so... Jews do what he did like yeah <laughs> he followed our rules yeah it's 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 crazy that I I think it's kind of the only like I used to and, and still do I, I love um researching and studying religion and mythology and cultures from all around the world and I tried to do that as an elective at school but not enough people signed up for the class damn it so it got cancelled but I, it always it, it still to this day baffles me that there's a religion that is based on worshiping someone who practiced another religion. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that exists anywhere else in any other religion. That's quite crazy. And then I, I personally have seen um, people, whether it be on the internet or in person, someone who announces that they're Christian, who starts saying really horrible things about Jewish people I'm going you are so not following Jesus's beliefs here or being a very good Christian because would you say this to Jesus and him getting to turn around and go you know I'm Jewish right <laughs> I I, yeah. it, I don't get that but I like that people are trying to be more inclusive and trying to show racial diversity and trying to be more racially accurate as much as it may piss off some white people but I feel like we need that more and more but we maybe could at least start with showing some films that depict different versions of the holidays that's yeah that's, I that's mean, a thought my my December 25th this is why December 24th and 25th looks like. Mm -hmm. On the 24th, I order in Chinese food and watch the um, David S. Pumpkins Halloween special. <laughs> and on the 25th, I order in Indian food. And usually I watch the Doctor Who uh, Christmas special, but this mm -hmm. year it's going to be on New Year's. So this year I'll be watching Wonder Woman. <laughs> But that is, with that. that's what I do on those days. Growing up, there was nothing to do. Everything was closed. Uh, now I live in LA, which is full of Jews. So there's a lot of stuff open. Um, but like when I was younger, we would go to um, go to San Francisco and go to Chinatown, um, which was always full of Jews. And, um, you know, it was a nice way to spend the day because there was nothing to do. Hmm. Um, and I think that that's what people have to remember is that everyone's celebrating a day off however they want to either it's with family and presence or it's with friends and movies or it's takeout you know there's different ways and I think that's what's really important and not forcing not forcing whatever you believe your Christmas should be like on other people 
Because at no point have I said, well, why don't you celebrate Hanukkah? At Mm. no point have I forced that on you. And like Hanukkah has adapted some awful Christmas traits, which is sad, but I get it. Like I understand that kids today now get eight gifts because they're it's unfair to see all their friends get gifts, but mm-hmm. you know, that's not part of it. And it's it's about family getting together and lighting candles. Do you think that because of that, you know, people adopting a little bit more of Christmas in there so children don't feel left out that they're kind of not appreciating what Hanukkah is actually about now? Um, yes and no. I think that that they've made it into something bigger than it is. And mm-hmm. like in terms of importance, right? Christmas isn't the most important holiday to the Christians. Easter is. Easter is a very important holiday. Christmas is less important. Mm-hmm. Um, in Judaism, the high holidays happened. That was in September and October. That's Rosh Hashanah, which is the new year. Yom Kippur, which is the day of atonement. Sukkot, which is our harvest festival. All of those holidays happened already. Hanukkah is a holiday that happens. The fact that it is so close to Christmas makes people think that it's as important or um, special. It's very forgettable. It's the seventh night. A lot of times, a lot of families, um, unless they're like Orthodox, they may have forgotten by the seventh night (laughs) and not be sure what night we're on. It's eight nights. Like it's a lot. And Mm -hmm. there's, there's no gift giving in it. There's no Hanukkah bush. Those aren't things that exist or they didn't exist until recent years. And now the idea of decorating for Hanukkah um, and putting up Hanukkah lights and a Hanukkah bush and having gifts um, isn't a thing. The the most Mm -hmm. you would get is socks. The real gift you get is the chocolate coins you get from playing dreidel or the food. Like the food itself is the gift. (laughs) You know, like... Hanukkah, the the traditional food you're supposed to eat is fried. You're supposed to eat latkes, which is essentially a hash brown patty, um, and and sufganiyot, which is a jelly donut. Like the entire thing is eat fried food. So that's the gift. The the miracle of Hanukkah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's food. It's food and family, which is a lot of Jewish holidays. Well, I I think that. It's a shame um, that, I mean, there's nothing wrong with things morphing and people celebrating however they want to celebrate. It's just a shame that it's not depicted accurately in films or, or television because everybody wants to kind of do things. It's like you take something, it's like, well, I've heard about this, but I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the people who do celebrate those things get sit there and watch and they go, what? what I don't know what that is but that ain't it <laughs> yeah. and it's it's a sh- it's a shame and I think it, it gets to a point where it is very offensive even to people who maybe like you who don't actually really participate in Hanukkah to watch something where it's like guess what it's Hanukkah and then you watch it and you're like no it ain't like right because it is still essentially part of something that is your heritage and it's just like, you, so you'd feel, you know, personally offended by it, which I think is valid. And it just gets quite disappointing that, I mean, we've already had to wait so long for there to be more 
uh, LGBT people included in Christmas films. So like, I understand why there are people happy about happier seasons, like, woo, yay, gay people. I haven't watched it yet because I'm still trying to get past the fact that it's still another film about gay people having to come out of the closet. Like, can we get past that? Can they just be out of the closet by now? Like, we still haven't gotten past that. It's like, oh, no, can't tell anyone you're gay. It's like, see, we're still not completely normalizing being open and gay because we've still got the stories of, well, we got to combat the oppressive family and, you know, one person's out, one person's gay, and then the person who's out has to go back into the closet for the person who's not out. Yeah. And at that point, we're not really normalizing it at all. We're Still, there's still that cloak of shame to being gay or trans or whatever you are. My Myself personally, I'm omnisexual and I don't ever see that depicted anywhere, but whatever. But we haven't still gotten past that. So I understand why people are happy that there's representation. And I always say any stepping stone is good mm-hmm. in moving forward. It just seems like we're still kind of stuck on the same stone. <laughs> like, I want to get to the next Yeah, one. yeah, absolutely. It is It is a baby step, the babiest of steps. Yep. Um, speaking of baby steps, I will say the best, still the best representation of Hanukkah um, to this day is <laughs> the Rugrats Hanukkah special. Um, <laughs> it is the best. It is something I tell my Sunday school students about, and I realize now how much they have no idea who the Rugrats are, but I always, every year, let them know that that is the best Hanukkah movie, and it's, I think, 15 minutes, so (laughs) that's the best we got. If you have any questions, uh, I'm talking to your audience now, if you have any questions about what Hanukkah is, um, the Rugrats Hanukkah special, it explains it in, like, the simplest way, and it's accurate, like the depiction is accurate and it's Rugrats. <laughs> I don't hate me here. I was personally never a fan of the Rugrats, but now I have a layer of respect for them for doing that. It's, they not uh, only did a Hanukkah special, they have a Passover special as well, which is pretty good. Wow. I highly recommend watching both of those if you want a very simple explanation of Jewish holidays. So are we saying the characters of the Rugrats are Jewish? Um, Tommy Pickles is half Jewish. Oh. Yeah, um, Tommy's mother is Jewish. Mm Ah, I like that. That's that's nice. At least they're not, you know, all Christian. That gets a little tedious eventually. Um, One thing you you mentioned before when you casually brought up Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. and I feel like the way Americans... uh, with how Christmas dominates and everything, there's kind of a, a way Americans see their holidays because the rest of the world does not exist. Not all Americans. I'm not a trash. No, I know what you Americans. mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> because because I I over the years because um, I have so many friends who are American, I would happily say Happy Thanksgiving to them because I am like, well, that's what you're doing, and I'm like, well, good. Hope you have a nice Thanksgiving. But this year especially, I admit I got a bit testy with people because I was feeling a little bit disrespect. Okay, not a little bit. I was feeling very disrespected. I'm, I'm opening admit I was getting pissed 
because people kept wishing me a happy Thanksgiving. And I'm like, thank you, but I'm Australian. And they, and the thing is, they know I'm Australian. Mm-hmm. And then I would say that and they're like, so? Because they, yeah, because they don't realize that it's not a, a global holiday. Um, yeah. yeah. So here's the, here's the thing that they're not thinking about. Thanksgiving, um, the like historical uh, history of Thanksgiving <laughs> is, I couldn't think of a good word, um, is awful. Like the, the, the reason Thanksgiving exists is a mm-hmm. terrible, the like message and story we're told is terrible. It is awful. It is, it is a awful celebration of uh, white Europeans coming to land that isn't theirs and slaughtering the people who lived there and, and going, and now we're celebrating that. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. That said, um, the idea of a day where you are grateful is a great idea. Mm-hmm. It sounds like something people tell me Christmas is about, but I guess not. So um, it's, and it's because it's based on this terrible American history. Mm -hmm. It's an American holiday. There is also a Canadian Thanksgiving, which happens in October. um, And I believe is the first Monday of October. I could be wrong on that. I am not Canadian. Um, And so you know, Canada has their Thanksgiving. The U.S. has their Thanksgiving. I don't know what Canada's Thanksgiving is based on. Um, I don't know if it is also about the slaughter of Native Americans. So um, that said, those are the places that I believe. I don't know of any other country that has a Thanksgiving. I did some research and there are a handful of countries that celebrate Thanksgiving um, all in different dates and times around the year. But it is basically called Thanksgiving. And this for most of the other countries does not involve genocide so that's a plus um but there's uh they're usually centered around you know autumn so it's like harvest things so people um <laughs> honoring the harvest being thankful um that you had that the crops are coming in and all that stuff or, yeah. or it's just you know certain countries who it's just like it is just a festival for giving thanks and so at least those other countries i think it's like the number is like between nine and 15, but they're all very variations on what Thanksgiving is, but they do have it. And Australia is not one of them. <laughs> we don't do it, never did, never have, never will. Um, so like people ask me, they're like, well, what do you do in November then? I'm like, same thing I did every other day of the year, fuck all. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, and they're like, oh, you don't have a holiday where you give thanks. And I'm like, well, we pretty much do that at Christmas. I'm like, right. I'm like, we just give thanks by bringing lots of food and everybody pigs out and then pass out later on from either the food or the alcohol, whichever came first. I'm like, but no, we don't. I'm like, the only thing we have in November is Remembrance Day. And that's because of war. I'm like, that's not really great either, but you know, well, I'm like, oh, I only have to be quiet for a few seconds and I'm going to kill me. But I actually, you know, I, it was amazing. The responses that I got when I said why I don't like people wishing me Thanksgiving. And I said, for starters, you're wasting it on me because I don't celebrate <laughs> it. And it, it's kind of the same response I got about Thanksgiving is the same response you would get about Christmas. I had one person say, well, 
you know, why not just, they said, well, you know, I used to live in this country. Now I live in this country and, you know, I didn't get it at first, but so maybe you should just celebrate it anyway. I'm like, why would I celebrate a holiday that does not exist in my country? That has nothing to do with my country, my culture, my heritage, my anything. Why would I celebrate it? And they're like, oh, okay, I guess that's fair enough. I'm like, you think? <laughs> I, it's, um, I've heard people wish other people a happy 4th of July. 4th of July is American Independence Day. There is no reason to be wishing <laughs> that to anyone outside I, the U.S. I've, I've seen that. I've actually seen some Australians who, because, uh, you know, follow people from all around the world, and sometimes I'll see an Australian wish an American a happy 4th of July. I'm like, why? It, it, it's not like a, an actual, like, holiday, holiday, like Christmas or anything. There's no religion or culture to it. It's, it's literally just a day in American history. So right. I'm like, don't let them go have their fireworks. Just don't, no, just stay out it's, of it. It's a, a bank holiday. I think that is what other countries call days where there's a reason the banks are closed. Yeah, I like those days. Again, so I do, I, I totally get it when someone's like, please don't wish me that because I've now had that happen to me. And yet people, after I said it, were just kind of like being a smart ass and like, happy Thanksgiving. And I'm like, I'm punch you in a minute. I uh, I had a a boss that uh, thought it was very funny to wish me a Merry Christmas. She would be like Merry Christmas, and I would go Happy Holidays, and she would go Merry Christmas. In this day and, and age, you can it. go to HR for that. <laughs> it, yeah. it is what it is. Are there? As much as you do not like Christmas films, are there any Christmas films you do like? Maybe not even because it's Christmas, you just think it's a good film? Um, so growing up, I really loved Love Actually when it came out. The first, when it came out, I saw it, I think, four times um, and did not occur to me that it was Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I'm aware there's a countdown to Christmas. I just thought they were giving us the like time of year and the like, time that has progressed it did not occur to me that that was a Christmas movie until everyone was like it's one of my favorite Christmas movies and I was like oh that's right there's like a Christmas party and he says on his sign like it's at Christmas so I should tell the truth I did not occur to me um so I like love I liked love actually Ooh, not what, what made it a past tense um a few things um, I would say an entire storyline where two people can't talk to each other and fall in love. Um, I also would say um, one where we fat shame a girl for no reason. Um, mm -hmm. She wasn't even fat. I, I know. Um, also, I think this idea that this guy liked this girl so much he couldn't talk to her and then was like, but I love you. There's like a lot of issues that when you think about it, you go, oh wait, this is not good. Yeah, I I mean, I when people like, it's my favorite Christmas movie, like full respect to all those people. It's just the more I watched it, there are certain films that as I watch it more and more, I love it more and more. But Love Actually was on the spectrum of the more I watch it, the more I see something wrong with it. I mean, uh -huh. I mean, it wasn't until maybe the second or third watch that I'm really noticing. I'm like, 
Oh yeah, it's not really Christmas when Alan Rickman is considering cheating on his wife. I mean, I'm like, first of all- on his wife. Cheats. Did he actually cheat on her? Mia has the necklace. Oh yeah, Well, well, I don't know if he like slept with her or if he just gave it to her. Which is the question that his wife asks. Oh, what did he say? He doesn't answer. She says, I don't know if it's just a necklace. Sorry, I've seen this a lot, guys. I don't know <laughs> if it's just a necklace or if it's love and a necklace. Um, and he doesn't answer. Ooh. So I think that's left up to us to assume. Um, I think he slept with her. This is probably anyway, why I've blocked it out of my memory. I, I don't watch it anymore because, I mean... I don't think that it's very festive at all. I don't think it embodies what's meant to be good about Christmas. Right. It kind of embodies all the bad things. I mean, a husband cheating on his wife. Um, let's see. Look, it's all great that there's a kid who like wants to tell this girl that he likes her, but did we skip over the part where his mother just died? I mean, so yep. that's not so great. Um, the film shows that the Billy Bob Thornton's playing the American president and he is a sexist, sexually harassing pig. Um, not Christmassy. Uh, every, everything, you've got these UK guys who are kind of obsessed with getting laid. I like, and then you've, we've got an aged rock star who it makes really inappropriate. I mean, they're my kind of humor, so I kind of like the jokes, but he's making them in public and probably shouldn't be and he's only getting famous off a christmas song that isn't really a christmas song it's a song that where you just changed a couple of the lyrics and i'm just like mm -hmm. how much money is he actually making off this because i'm pretty sure a lot of the royalties have to go to the original song makers right. so <laughs> i don't think he's making as much as he thinks he is and he's yeah. oh, and he's always there's like kind of a fair bit of fat shaming because he's almost always fat shaming his manager mm -hmm. for no reason and then it's just like yeah but you're all i've got so i'm gonna spend christmas with you i'm like right yeah, you are a prick to him like yeah i'm not sure i'd want you in my house for christmas after you've been like calling me fat and a pig right. and all this stuff for months like uh when you get down to him like love actually it's kind of horrible Yes. Um, so I will also say um, I I do enjoy the three San the Santa Claus movies with mm -hmm. Tim Allen. Um, I I think they're silly and fun. Um, I don't like the messaging, but I do like those movies. Um, I think Noel, like I said earlier, has the best messaging of all of those movies. Mm -hmm. um, I really like Elf um, because it's funny. Um, yeah, for someone who hates Christmas and most Christmas movies, I've never seen the, like, the animated ones, like, uh, Rudolph. Mm -hmm. Um, I, a friend of mine's like, you have to watch A Christmas Story, which I watched, and it is not good or enjoyable in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's bad. Um, I watched it for the first time last year because I would see so many people year after year saying it's the greatest Christmas film ever. And then I, I and then I watched it and I'm going, I kind of hate this film. Like this isn't a nice film at all. I mean, the parents kind of suck. 
and this kid is a little bit of a, a shit and he's like really it's like yay it's about the christmas work i'm like you mean where you pretty much harassed everybody about getting this one freaking toy which i don't think a child should have anywhere i think everybody was pretty valid when they're saying you you know take your eye out kid because you probably will bullies and all this stuff and i'm like what was so christmas about this film aside from it snowing yeah. which for me does not a Christmas movie make. <laughs> I don't even, that's not a good one. Um, I also haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> I saw that also for the first time last year. That was, <laughs> that was, uh, I was meant to watch that for a Switch Movies episode, but my co-host got sick, so we never ended up recording it. And as a film, I think it was amazing. I think it, the performances, the story, it was very touching and I bawled my eyes out by the end of it. Do I think it's a Christmas movie? Absolutely not. I understand everybody else calling it that. And if you've grown up watching it for Christmas, fair enough. But it's only kind of Christmas at the end of the film and the rest of the film, it is not Chris, they're not celebrating Christmas because it is taking over. It was, it's all about the course of his life. Mm -hmm. And it's not like every Christmas throughout his life. No, it's just at the end of the film, it happens to be Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. For me, I would say that this is a brilliant film discussing the realities of uh, depression. That I would say is true because he is a character who, you know, Here's how festive it is. He's, he, he's, he's debating suicide. He's going to right. go and kill himself. Yay, festive. And then- Merry an Christmas. Yay. And then an angel who just really wants his wings goes and helps him see what a world uh, without him would have been like. And I'm like, okay, but that again, it's not Christmas. It's a suicide yeah. prevention film. Right. It, which I think is fine. I'm all for that because oftentimes a film depicting anybody debating suicide, it's often like women. Um, they don't really go much into male mental health and mm -hmm. the burden. And he had very real things. He was a very selfless person and he was kind of doing a lot and you can just see it kind of building and building and building and he wasn't taking care of himself. And so you can just kind of see why it's escalated to being what it was. It, it's the perfect depiction of mental health. Um, and then by the end of it, you know, he decides, okay, I'm, I'm not going to kill myself. And then it, it's just beautiful because the rest of the town kind of sees, well, he's been great to us. So I think we should give back a bit. That part, very Christmassy, helping people in need. Totally that. But that's only like five minutes of the film. Everything else, right. no, I would not in any way shape or form call that a Christmas film if you want to watch it for Christmas that is fine I do not get to dictate what happens on your television sets but it ain't a Christmas movie in my house and I don't feel like crying over suicide <laughs> issues right now so I also would say um I love the diehard debate I love that um about whether it's a Christmas movie or not I do like diehard um it's not it is. It totally is. Oh, it is. I was like, what are you, I, I don't know what side you're on. I, you know what? Look, that's the kind of Christmas movie I like where, <laughs> where people can be like, no, it's not. Um, I, I it's mean, a good movie. 
I mean, it's an action film, but I'd just say it's a Christmas action film. I mean, right. let's see, there's a Christmas rap song. He's, there's a Christmas off, there's an office Christmas party. There's literally mm. villains singing villainous Christmas carols. Uh, he rides on a guy's shirt after he kills him, ho, ho, ho. So that's very festive too. And he <laughs> straps a gun to his back using Christmas decorated scotch tape. So I'm like, overall, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, this is a very festive film. I like that he's killing people in festive ways. And I also think that the sequel is a good Christmas film too, because, you know, it's, again, it's Christmas. It's all about an airport and terrorism and all that stuff, but I don't care. It takes place at Christmas time. So as far as I'm concerned, it's a Christmas movie. So it's like Love Actually, where it just happens <laughs> to be during Christmas, which is why I don't mind it. Because I like it. It just happens to be during December. Yeah, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. There are a lot of films that I consider like a Halloween film because the film, maybe they're not celebrating Halloween, but the film like takes place during that time of year. So I'm like, that was as far as I'm concerned. If you you addressed it in any way, shape or form, I'm claiming it like the car. (laughs) Do we see anything like, 100% screaming it's Halloween no but the events take place on devil's night which is either on or the day before Halloween so that is kind of tied to the Halloween tradition so I'm like takes place at Halloween it's a Halloween film it counts but do I see anybody with pumpkins or anything like that no I I don't but again I don't really see many people arguing that it's not a Halloween film that's but, true. I do love your logic. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really good at making things work for me when it comes to films. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a very saturated platform. Films coming out every year about Christmas. And as much as I love them, even though I actually haven't watched that many, I, I virtually watched no Christmas films for this year. I think I watched three and only one of them was new. I'm not feeling very festive this year. Maybe that's why I'm totally okay with doing an anti-Christmas episode. <laughs> but it kind of is getting to a point, as, as much as I set the bar very low for Christmas films, I'm like, make me feel good and make me feel festive. It is getting to a point where the stories are all very much the same. And I'm not seeing much that is trying anything new. It's like, I mean, the Christmas Chronicles for me was, um, as I mentioned when I've talked about it, is the only film since How the Grinch Stole Christmas that has been included into my Christmas rotation. Prior to that, there was no new films that I was watching where I'm like, I want to watch that every year. I'm just like, no, once was enough. I'm, I'm good. Like, uh, I, I'm I'm sorry if I'm getting the title wrong, but I think it was Christmas in Handcuffs with uh, with um, with uh, was Melissa Joan Hart. Am I getting that name right? It's Melissa Joan Hart and um, Mario Lopez, right? Yeah. <laughs> Weird is... that I know that. <laughs> Which you know, uh, she kidnaps him, holds him hostage, and then they fall in love. Of course. I'm like. Um, I'm not sure that's a good message to send people. Uh, Very, very toxic. 
And yet I'm like, it was kind of ridiculously fun. And, you know, you kind of like this whole thing, like everybody falls in love. And I'm like, well, that doesn't happen in my life. So yay, films. But when you actually like try to step aside and, and look at them objectively, you're like, she kidnapped him and held right. him hostage. Why are we celebrating this? Um, you mentioned the Christmas Chronicles. Have you seen the second one yet? I have. I um, honestly really enjoyed that one. Uh, except for when they started singing Christmas carols. Um, other than that, it was really great. And I, I've said this before and I say it again, if this was not a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. it would be like, if it was about a wizard, it mm-hmm. would be great. I would People would love this. Everyone would watch it. Um, I think it being Christmas ruins it. Um, and and the speaking of... Um, movies that came out this year that are Christmassy that don't have to be Godmothered over on Disney Plus. Haven't um, watched that yet. It this is the least Christmassy. It happens to take place in Christmas. If they took Christmas out of it, it would change nothing. <laughs> like the whole thing would be the same. So um I really liked Godmothered as well. But um when you talk about the like the really bad romancy ones. Those are like the lifetime and hallmarky ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, people love those. And the thing that kills me is there are all these jokes about how literally all of the covers or like the posters for them look exactly the same. That's all a blonde or a brunette with a blonde or a brunette guy. They're all white. Or if they're not, then it's a black couple because apparently lifetime and hallmark can't have interracial couples. No, we definitely and can't have gay couples either. No, 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 no. Well, they finally have a couple, a few uh, gay couples this year. Um, and Which I haven't seen any protested. of them. Of course. Uh, um, but I believe almost all of them, the couples themselves are, are real couples. Um, huh. Which cute. is interesting. And I want to understand their reasoning because I have suspicion that it is not a positive reason. You don't think that they're okay with having straight people portray gay people? That's how it feels. I can say that my brain did immediately go to that. Um, Right. Yeah, it's it's suspect. It's a it's a strange choice. I've never seen people go out of their way to cast actual gay couples. Um, Right. uh, I I don't know. That's that's a little odd. Um, then again, you know, Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn are a couple and, oh my God, I love them. And it's Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Yes. I, I mean, I've seen some people saying that it was terrible. It's the worst Christmas movie ever. I'm like, I am never speaking to you again, (laughs) but no, I, a couple of things that I like, it's like one of the only Christmas films that I have seen that actually makes Mrs. Claus a real character. She has her own things that she does. She basically like runs the place. And usually they're just like, yeah, Mrs. Claus just kind of sits there and knits, you know? And she doesn't, she actually does real things. The only con that I had, it was, I wish that they'd given her a name instead of her just being Mrs. Claus, because then again, it's just like, you're just his wife. Like, yeah. 
thank you for giving her a character, giving her abilities and and all these things that are so great to see, but why can't she have a name? Why can't she have her own actual identity? On top of that, it's the only Christmas film I've ever seen that acknowledged that Santa's reindeer are female. Yes, I did notice that too. I was like, that's impressive. I've never seen it happen before. And the first time I caught it when uh, he was chasing the Yule cat and mm -hmm. he said ladies and I'm like, hang on. Did he say that in like a condescending way or did he actually mean, and then he said it again, I'm like, I'm still suspicious. I'm not sold yet. And then Dasha gets hurt and he's like, oh, you poor girl. I'm like, they are female. Yes. Well, I think it was this year that I also noticed somebody pointing out that male reindeer lose their horns or something during the winter. So yep. they have to all be female. Um, True. Rudolph is a very odd name for a girl, but who am I to judge? My name is Yell. Um, and I, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I think Christmas Chronicles does such a great job. Um, I also agree that she needs a name, but it also could have been not about Christmas. <laughs> It could have been. I think maybe that's a good way to start moving things in a different direction if we have films where Christmas is more the backdrop instead mm -hmm. of the actual focus. I think a, a good um, a good film that kind of, it's a Christmas film, but Christmas is not actually the focus, is The Night Before. Um, for, for starters, we have Seth Rogen and everybody's wearing like Christmas sweaters. He's wearing a Hanukkah sweater. So he's like fully embracing the Jewish mm -hmm. side. And his wife is actually Christian, I think, because she goes to um, church for Christmas Eve. He's with his friends and he's like high on so many mm -hmm. different things. And he goes into the church and he's losing his mind <laughs> seeing Jesus on the cross. He's like looking at his wife. He's like, does that what they think we did to him? <laughs> like, it's hilarious, but as much as it takes place around Christmas, it's not about Christmas. It's about three guys wanting to get into this like elusive Christmas party. Mm -hmm. But it's because each of them, their lives are going in different directions and this might be the last time together. So it's a night of debauchery where it's Christmas time, but you don't kind of feel like Christmas is like dominating the story because it's about this guy has issues he also has abandonment issues and mm -hmm. relationship issues this guy is about to become a dad and he's freaking out about that this guy's got sports issues and it's it's the more casual side of Christmas where it's just like people coming together and kind of realizing they are their own little family and nothing actually has to change even though their lives are changing the fact that it just happens to be Christmas time and they want to get into a Christmas party I don't think changes anything because the story works even if you put it into a different setting take away Christmas make it make it Halloween make it Easter make it whatever you want the story remains the same and I think if we have more like that then things can work out a, a lot better if we I don't I don't know it's I'm not saying this right but almost if we make Christmas a bit more generic <laughs> no I totally agree with you I think that if if the story is about family if the story is about love if the story is about people and their relationships to each other and the fact that it happens to be occurring on Christmas 
then then it's a much more relatable situation, right? Because then at that point, it's like what I have for Thanksgiving, right? That's when I get to see my parents, mm-hmm. except for this year, because COVID, obviously. But like, it, it's this idea that the things that everyone loves, right? The, the reasons everyone so keeps telling me that it's the greatest thing ever, it, all of those things without it being, but because of Christmas, right? Like moms and kids baking cr- cookies, you know, that can happen year round. You can bake a cookie whenever. This is true. Um, and I do. <laughs> I, I think that there are things that can happen any time of year. And if they took these stories and put them somewhere else and it worked there as well, then then great. That's a great story. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be so heavily reliant. I just watched a like really lifetimey Christmas movie because a friend of mine was in it and I sat through it. And the main character, almost every like scene had to explain how important Christmas traditions were to her. And I mm-hmm. didn't understand, like, we get it. That's what she's into. Why does she have to keep saying it? Mm-hmm. Every scene she was like, and now we're gonna cut, um, decorate cookies because it's such a fun Christmas tradition. One of my favorite Christmas traditions is when we drink hot cocoa. One of my favorite Christmas traditions is when we sing. Like those are all things you can do at any <laughs> time. I, it just, yeah. the fact that it's so like focused on Christmas really ruins it for everybody. I think, I think these are all really good points. I think, yeah, if we can make something where Christmas isn't dominating the story to the point where it's like the characters are almost an afterthought, then Mm -hmm. if you focus on something like that being in the background instead of the forefront, I think it can then relate, more people can relate to it and you can actually have a broader audience for these films. Because I mean, we kind of all, whether we celebrate it or not, we get it, it's Christmas time. So we can walk down the street, we might see a Santa or that. We acknowledge those things are happening around us, even if we don't actually participate in them. So Mm -hmm. watching a film where it's like someone walks by and there's a Santa or there's a nativity scene, it's it's normal. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, as long as it's in a country that actually does that. I mean, I think it would be really, really weird if I was walking, you know, down a, a road in Iraq and saw that I would be like, um, that's weird. I, I I don't think you've ever been to Iraq, but <laughs> I I wouldn't put it past an American film to actually do that. But right. it would be a really good start. It's why I think uh, for so many people, Die Hard can be a Christmas film because Christmas isn't dominating it. We accept Mm -hmm. that there's an office Christmas party, the Christmas is going on, he's there for Christmas with his family. It just so happens that, you know, some bad stuff went down and some terrorists were trying to get some money. It's, you know, it's no big deal. Technically, they weren't really terrorists. They were really just robbers. But that's neither here nor there. But, you know, so when people are like, this isn't a Christmas movie, I wonder if they say that because Christmas doesn't dominate the story, so for them, it doesn't count. Mm -hmm. And it's only Christmas if it's like, you know, to the point where they're throwing tinsel in your face. That kind of is, you know, how it gets to. And I think it's a shame. I'm still interested, was it 
Operation Christmas Drop or something like that with Cat mm-hmm. Graham on Netflix. Um, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I was intrigued to watch it because it takes place on a little island and I'm not seeing mm-hmm. any snow and people are still wearing Christmas hats. I'm like, I will take this. It is close. Australia is technically a, an island, so mm-hmm. I, I, I can work with this. I, I This is kind of more my type of Christmas. You know, it's hot and people are wearing you know, really loose fitting clothes, but they're still wearing Santa hats. Yeah, we do that. It, it is currently like, it's nearly 30 degrees today. So I guess that's in the nineties, like Fahrenheit and this Santa hat is actually totally boiling me right now. My head is cooking and I could fry an egg on my head. But that is what we do in this country. We boil <laughs> yeah. to death with Santa hats on. That is what we do. That is why we are a sunburnt country. Anyway. Coming down. So, yeah, I think in in terms of films, we need to focus more on storytelling instead of pushing. I hate using this word because it's often used um, against anti progressiveness, but it almost if we could stop pushing the Christmas agenda. Yep. Because I mean, when people say, oh, no, you can't have like female superheroes, that's a female agenda. No, that's inclusivity. That's different. Pushing Christmas to dominate things, I think is anti-inclusive because you are ignoring all the other people that that does not apply to. Um, So if we pull it back a bit, I think then Christmas films would actually become more inclusive. So I think that's a good start. And I think it would kind of be good if if films aren't going to do it, people at the very least can try and do a little bit of their own research. It's not hard. Google is available. It is at your fingertips. It, like right. liter- Literally, it's like right at my fingertips. It's right in front of me. You can go or just talk to people. Why don't you, like I've just asked Yil here, I'm like, why, why don't you like Christmas? It's not a hard question to ask. And then listen. And if someone says, because I have my own religion and we don't do that. Acknowledge it, accept it, embrace it. Right, that's, you can't argue with that one. That's not something you can argue with. And the response should never be, right, but you could celebrate it. Don't mm. do that. We don't like that. No, I, I could, oh God, if I ever actually heard someone say those words, I think I'd have an aneurysm. It's, it's not okay, especially because I always, it's amazing, um, that you try to use the logic of if you turn, if you go to someone and say, well, why don't you just celebrate in any way? How would you feel if they turned around to you and said the same thing? Like, why don't you just celebrate whatever we do? You'd go, um, cause I celebrate. Well, exactly. You don't want to change what you celebrate. So don't ask that of other people. And if someone just doesn't like Christmas for whatever the reason may be, maybe it's, something like in the night before and it's because his parents died so you know he doesn't have a family to celebrate with or maybe you're freaking phoebe cates in gremlins and you don't like christmas because your dad dressed as santa got stuck in the chimney and died like people have their reasons or maybe they don't have a reason maybe they just don't care it doesn't matter it's at the end of the day it is just another day in the year and maybe we could just think about that and if you care so much about Christmas and the Christmas spirit 
then put that into how you treat other people and be a little bit more respectful of that maybe they just don't want to deal with you on Christmas Day, which I don't blame them. Christmas is actually very stressful. Yeah, it also sounds very expensive. Yeah, it is. It is. I, yeah, no, I'm not, I can't even deny that the money that I have spent on Christmases as I am an adult and I am now the cook at Christmas time. And that is expensive in itself. Uh, fortunately, we don't really do, I mean, I, I want to, I, I like giving gifts, um, but my mother is of the belief that when we become adults, we should not give out presents for Christmas. I do not like this, but only, only my sister and her family have money, the rest of us do not. So I wish I'm more of like, well, maybe we can just give like one present, which would be fine. But this year we are all super, super, super broke. So no Christmas presents <laughs> happening at all, which I do not feel comfortable with. Um, and it's only going to be our second time we're not having a Christmas tree. We always, my entire life, we've always had a real Christmas tree because we don't believe in fake trees in my family. For me, it's it's not Christmas unless I am smelling the pine. Um, mm. And also the smell of, oh, we should probably water the tree before it dies in the heat. Again, things you gotta be wary of in the summertime when you, that Christmas is in the summer climate that if you do not water your Christmas tree, it could basically go up like a tiki torch. Um, but yeah, we're not, doing a Christmas tree this year. It makes me sad, but financially we can't afford it. Um, it's like I said, it's only the second time we've done this. The first time we didn't have a Christmas tree because um, it was the year my grandmother passed away and we just did not feel like being festive when she had right. passed away, which, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I missed the tree, but I'm like, yeah, I just don't feel very festive. Like, meh, right. who cares? That, and that's how it is. You know, I mean, if, 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 big, big if, if you did celebrate Christmas, would you get a real tree or a fake tree? Um, fake uh, and small. Um, not like, not like desk size small, but like this size small, not like right. huge. Um, <laughs> you know, I would, I would either... I would probably want one of the ones that are like the decorations are all uniformed and match. Mm -hmm. um, but knowing me and how I do things, it would all be different ornaments that mean something and that don't look good together. So it would look <laughs> like a mess. Hey, I've, I mean, I'm very particular with my Christmas, with my Christmas decorations. Like I'd go all out. I used to be someone who decorated the entire front yard and, people would come to see the lights and I would hand out candy canes to the children because that for me brought me joy to see other people happy. I don't do it much this year. My mom always wants to. And the only reason I don't is because we have a really large fence and I'm like, why would I put up decorations if people can't even see them to enjoy them? Cause there's a freaking fence yeah. in the way. Um, so we haven't done in the last couple of years and I'm okay with that. Cause I hate the taking down part up is fine. Down is not. Yeah, I didn't know that um, trees needed water. Um, 
not in general, <laughs> Christmas trees. Uh, and I was cat sitting and I was told that I had to keep adding water because the cats would drink the water. And I had no idea that there was water. It, I was like, why is there water? It's dead. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, not dead yet. On the, yeah. on the way to dying, but not there yet. Yeah, there was a time... Uh, yeah, because for us, it, we, I don't have any pets that are going to drink the water, but because it's so hot around Christmas time, right. the water is going to get soaked up very, very quickly. So if we're not keeping it fully hydrated, suddenly you notice the 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 little sticks are kind of going limp, and and suddenly the the changing to brown is like, whoops, better add more water. Yeah, it's that's one of the reasons why I would get a fake is because the idea of having to throw out a tree every year, like, first of all, they're not cheap, which is something I only learned recently. Because mm -hmm. um, everyone had one, I assumed they were not expensive, but apparently they are. Um, yeah. And then you have to throw it out and every year you have to buy a new one. Why wouldn't you just get fake one that you keep putting up? And I understand that there's a smell that people seem to like, but from what I've heard, you can buy candles with that smell. That is true. We, I mean, we've never in my family, we've never thrown out um, a Christmas tree. We are a bit more practical. I'm like, I don't know why what you. What do you do with it? Well, we have a fireplace, so we just cut it down and use it I for see. firewood. So it's multi-purpose. You know, it's like, well, we used you to look pretty in the wind in the summertime, and in the wintertime, you will keep us warm. <laughs> that makes sense to me totally. Yeah, I mean, God, if you still have the branches on them when they're dead and you put them in there, they go up so fast. And then you're like, oh, wow, wait, oops, we need more wood. We're already out. That's, that burned <laughs> up really, really fast. I mean, they're, they're more better if you're like just trying to get the fire going. But then again, again, it's not being wasted. And there is actually a really nice smell that comes off um, when you're burning it. They also smoke really bad. So you probably want to have a you know, one of those closed off fires like we have that has a door. Otherwise, um, your smoke alarms will be going off and you, they may never stop. <laughs> but um, yeah, I know there is um, someone I went, I worked with and she was Jewish, but she didn't really celebrate um, any of the Jewish holidays or if she did, she chose to do them her own way. And one of the ways she did was she had a Christmas tree and all she did was put very Jewish things on the Christmas tree. Like she found all these um, baubles that had um, like a menorah or, or, or pictured like glittery dreidels or she actually had like an ornament that was shaped like a dreidel and had all these things on it. And she's like, there you go, there's my Jewish Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I thought that that was creative that she was kind of, she's like, I like Christmas, but I'm Jewish. So she was kind of combining the two together. That's fine. Obviously that was her thing. I thought that was pretty creative. Um, but I think it's also being around people who did that kind of stuff was why I spent so many years not really knowing what actually Hanukkah was about. And right. I think the only time I ever had Hanukkah explained to me was in the nanny and Fran Drescher was trying to explain it. And being an adult, I'm like, but did she tell me the real story? Because I don't trust the TV right. anymore. <laughs> like, um, Well, the Rugrats Hanukkah special is available. <laughs> 
Um, I know that it is on Hulu, um, at least in the US. I will suggest this also on YouTube, but I didn't say that out loud. Um, <laughs> so I recommend watching it because it, as goofy and you know childish as it is, it mm -hmm. does explain the story. I'm sure it did a better job of explaining it than South Park did. South Park was yeah. not really good at um, explaining Jewish things to me, uh, except for the fact that Kyle is always getting shot on for being Jewish. Yep. Although that was pretty accurate to the world we live in. But I would like to say thank you so much for joining me on um, today's podcast to basically complain about Christmas. I've never done such a thing and it was liberating. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm honored to be here. Um, I'm always happy to explain why I don't like Christmas and that it is not because I am Jewish. It is because I don't like it. And nothing wrong with that. Yale has given you very legitimate reasons to consider why you should just give people maybe some space and not force Christmas upon them because they just don't like it. And if, and here's, here's a fact of anything in life. If someone doesn't like something, constantly harassing them is not going to make them like it any faster. It's going to have the opposite effect. You're going to make them hate it more. So if you want, just let them come at their own pace because you're, you're actually shooting yourselves in the foot. They will never join you. They will never go over to the Christmas side. They're staying over in no Christmas land. You know, you call them the Scrooges and the Grinches. You know what? Those were the interesting characters of the stories. They weren't really that right. interesting when they started to like Christmas. We liked them when they hated it. That's what I always say. The Grinch was the best character till his heart grew. It's true. He kind of wasn't as funny afterwards. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you want to find a lot more holiday content, uh, I co-host a show called Streaming Wars over on that hashtag show. And my co-host Chelsea, who is also Jewish, but loves Christmas, um, has made us do, I want to say at least three episodes about Christmas content that is available. So, um, you know, yeah. luckily there are Jews who love Christmas. Uh, and Chelsea is one of them, and you can check those out over on Streaming Wars on that hashtag show. You are clearly a very good friend or co-host to have to sit there and endure talking that much about Christmas things. You're a yeah, professional. Yeah, I also had to watch a lot of this stuff too. Oh, so. my my deepest sympathies, and I and I mean that. Um, but that goes to show that what a professional you are, and that you are dedicated to what you do. That you will sit and enjoy things that you really don't want to which kind of sounds like me with my switch movies podcast but if you want to hear more thoughts and opinions from Yil, you'll find links to all of her stuff in the description box of whether you're watching this on youtube or you're listening to this on a different platform there are still all links attached there and if you're watching them you can see some of them on the screen you can check her out you can follow so many of the things she does because she does a lot trust me I went and looked and I could barely keep up with all the stuff that she was doing. You are the wonder woman of the internet. Brother, I bow to you. Thank you. Uh, is, and if there is anything you would like to 
anything else you would like to plug or any upcoming projects that you would like to promote now is your time to do so um yeah so i don't i won't have a lot because we're closing down for the holidays but i um will say this as someone who does not celebrate christmas i will be available on twitter and instagram if someone is at home alone um or is with a family that they can't get along with or you know is closeted whatever the issue is i literally have nothing to do on those days so if you need someone to talk to please reach out because I will be bored and happy to entertain you um, instead of making you sit through Christmas with people who don't know and appreciate you. So I'm available everywhere at Yell Teagle. I love that. That's, see, you may not do Christmas, but that was a very Christmassy thing to do. Um, <laughs> maybe more people should do that. We should just all, if you don't celebrate Christmas, just start, you know, social media pages to, for those who don't have anybody during the holidays that's I think that was actually very lovely so definitely if you're one of those people definitely hit her up I my Christmas might get cancelled so I might be joining her who knows um but thank you so much for listening or watching wherever you are and whatever you celebrate this time of the year or you don't celebrate anything at most stay safe stay happy stay healthy and I hope that everybody can bring in the new year uh, because 2020 has been rough for everybody so do what you like have fun just make sure that you do it safely and I can't wait to see you in the next episode bye guys